It's nighttime on the internet. The Pod F. Tompcast. Exigeode! Mm. Good evening on the internet. That's what our old friend Dracula would say. Maybe I'm friends with him and you're not. Please don't put... Please don't put me in the middle between you and Dracula. I will not referee the two of you anymore. Eben is playing, of course, some tense Dracula music. It's the music that plays when one of your friends is talking some smack about Drac behind his back. What happened there? I ventured into Nipsey Russell territory. Please look him up on Wikipedia, younger listeners. And then don't blame me. I did not talk him into doing that. Late. <laughs> I don't know. That's sort of Nipsey Russellian music that Evan is playing now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a little Halloween extra sode for you. Happy Halloween, everyone. Um, hell, <laughs> hell, I hear what you're doing. <laughs> Halloween. I like Halloween a lot, even though I'm not a costume guy. I don't dress up in costumes. I guess because I dress up in costumes all year round, pretty much. But um, I do like it. I do have a have a deep affection for Halloween. And uh, so Evan and I wanted to give you this. This was a sketch from uh, the Paul F. Tompkins show from last year with our special guest, Janine Garofalo. No, it's not about politics. It's not any 9-11 truthing. Although, is there any greater harvest story? Okay, that that was not a that was not a riff path. I chose to continue a walking down. Uh, this is a sketch that I really enjoyed doing, and it was so much fun to do to do it with Janine. Yeah, I was I was doing that on purpose. All of that. I really, I really enjoyed doing this sketch, and uh, um, I hope you'll enjoy it as well. It's um, a sort of Twilight Zone parody kind of thing, which uh, uh, another thing that I have a great deal of love for is the Twilight Zone. So um, uh, it was fun to do this. I hope you enjoy it, and happy Halloween, everyone. Enjoy the sketch, and uh, we'll be back with a few quick uh, live dates you might want to know about. And, um, you know, just... Uh, Enjoy candy, you guys. Enjoy candy. It's still great. Fun size. And now at this point, folks, I would like to uh, welcome, for the first time to the Paul F. Tompkins Show, please welcome Janine Garofalo. tradition here at the Paul F. Tompkins Show. Uh, as everyone knows, 15 days before Halloween, children go and trick-or-treat at area theaters. <laughs> and so I thought, we have a show that night. Let's get a big bowl of candy, invite some friends over, and just enjoy the fun. So Janine, thank you so much for being here with me for pre-Halloween Fortnite. 
Oh, Paul, the pleasure is mine. I cannot wait to see all the little princesses and hobos and speech therapists. Well, we'll certainly see. Just wait for that doorbell. Janine, would you say that the Halloween doorbell is beloved as, as a sound by everyone? I would say that, Paul, because it affords us the opportunity to give children candy, the one thing they crave more than love. Indeed. Which relieves us of the burden of loving children. Exactly. But Janine, what if we could feel something more powerful? What if we could deny something greater than love? Tompkins, whatever do you mean? <laughs> They're here! I'll tell you what I mean, my dear Garofalo. Janine, what if we were to ignore the Halloween doorbell? What? Ignore the Halloween doorbell? It simply isn't done. No, 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 it simply isn't. Until now. But if you don't want to give the children candy, merely switch off the porch light, draw the blinds, smear a pumpkin's entrail around your door's frame. But you don't, you don't, you don't ignore the doorbell. No, this, this isn't about denying children candy. This is about something bigger than that. When the doorbell rings, we must jump and dance to its tune. <laughs> but why can we not simply sit back and enjoy the musics? Oh, that is rich, Tompkins. Do you hear yourself? Why, I've been a proud Halloween traditionalist. 47 years man and boy. I've got candy corn running through my veins. I've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. I almost lost this foot. And if that doorbell rings, by Godfrey, man, I'm going to answer it or I will die trying. Janine, don't do it, Janine. Join me. Together we can create a new society. To blazes with your new society. Don't you realize in this age of pocket telephones and robotic mails that the doorbell is the last unwanted intrusion that we are bound to submit to? Why, our very society demands it. Bah! I say no more. I say I've had enough of that society. And I say that from now on, I will treat that doorbell as I would any other attempt to contact me by pretending it didn't even happen. Don't do it, Janine. Don't do it! You're insane. Is that what you are right now? Is that so? I don't know. Have I forgotten what I was supposed to say? I don't know. <laughs> what kind of insane do you think I am? Well, you didn't laugh maniacally, which would have led me to say you were insane. That's right, because everything changes starting tonight. <laughs> You're insane! There's no way You're you could have said that and I not laugh. I know. Sorry. <laughs> That's quite all. You're insane! Insane, I tell you. The clinical kind, not the blue mood variety. I must get it! No! Or? Die trying. Oh. Very well, Janine. I will 
accede to your wishes. I'll tend to the door. You just sit here and relax. Oh, and it's quite a great distance from here to the doorknob. You may get hungry in my absence. Please, enjoy this apple. I see. I see. Well, good luck, Paul, with your utopian vision. As for me, I prefer the old society. Society in which we all agree it's okay to ignore contact from great distances. But... <laughs> but if someone comes to your door, attention must be paid. Be he a child dressed as a murderer, or a murderer just wearing his own clothes. <laughs> And what clothes these murderers do wear. I get it. Well then, <laughs> I'm satisfied. sound or occupation. <laughs> well, Janine, it certainly was a long shot getting you to eat that apple which had a razor blade in it. <laughs> but it paid off, and it was gross to watch. <laughs> and now that I have disposed of you, I'm free to enjoy the doorbell all I like without answering it. <laughs> oh, what's this? I've got shallow grave dust on my cuff. But wait, what's this caught in my sleeve? Doorbell wires? Well, I must have, I must have cut the underground doorbell wires with my shovel. But then, how is the doorbell yet ringing? Well, I. I've had enough of doorbells for the evening. I, I'll just, uh, I'll just listen to some music. Doorbells on the radio, it must be some sort of doorbell program. I'll just, uh, I'll just change the station. This is unsettling and I am scared. I'll make my own music. Who needs the radio? I'll just play my penny whistle. What? That doesn't sound like pennies. I think I'm really going crazy here from all these doorbells. I'll just restore my sanity with a, a sanity re restoring uh, smoothie that I'll make. Just put up the old blender here, get ready to enjoy a smoothie. This will all go well. What? You're not even a musical thing. All these doorbells, I'm going crazy, crazy because of doorbells, the doorbells, the doorbells. I'm going crazy. This was the story of Paul F. Tompkins, 
He wanted to do nothing while the doorbell rang. And now that's all he can do. Nothing. And the doorbell keeps ringing. That is ironic. There's probably a moral to this story. And I bet the moral is this. If you act like a jerk, an audience will feel it is okay if you go insane. Well, well, who's the jerk now? The audience is. Sorry, jerks. Happy Halloween, everybody. Love the rapper and actor Ice-T. Well, how do you like that apple? Our old buddy Ice-T makes a cameo appearance at the end. Why was he the outro narrator? Who cares? That's right. I stand by that sentiment. Who cares? What, are we going to analyze everything to death? Come on, you guys. Come on. This. What are we doing? What are we talking about here? There's bigger problems in the world right now. Okay. Speaking of the world, here's where you can find me in it. And Eben too? Question mark? Yes! Exclamation point. In fact, November 16th in Los Angeles, California, Evan and I are doing this crazy thing at CineFamily, uh, the uh, the wonderful old uh, movie house uh, uh, down there on Fairfax Avenue. They are showing this movie called Dementia. It was made in 1953. It did not. It was not recorded with sound. Um, and so Evan. Uh, so and later. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is very confusing. Made in 1953, no sound. Uh, a couple years later, they added uh, soundtrack and a voiceover to it. Voiceover read by Ed McMahon. Um, and this movie's all about, I think, beatniks doing stuff. They're wrecking the world. I don't know. It's craziness. And so uh, I will be uh, reciting the, performing the Ed McMahon uh, voiceover. And Eben will be scoring the thing with his theremin. The whole movie is under an hour. <laughs> they don't make them like that anymore, folks. They do not make any more of those one-hour movies. Uh, so please do check that out if you're going to be in the area. November 19th, the Paul F. Tompkins Show, back at Largo at the Coronet in West Hollywood, California. Uh, my special guests are Paget Brewster from Criminal Minds and my own personal life she's also um she plays my fake radio wife on the fake radio show the thrilling adventure hour which is also a podcast you should check that out if you have not already and uh, i do a segment with Padgett called beyond belief which is one of my favorite things to do in the entire planet so check that out she will be appearing with me on my show and there will be a very special surprise guest on that show that's all i'm gonna say uh, November 30th, the Rio Theater in Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> uh, I'm pleased to be returning to Vancouver. That show's already, it might even be sold out by the time you're hearing this. It's half sold out as of this recording. I cannot tell you when we're recording this. If people knew when we were recording this, our enemies could target us. Evan and I have enemies. That's a new development. Anyway, uh, the Rio Theater, Vancouver, Canada. I had a great time there. 
uh, last time I was there. Happy to be back. There you go. December 17th, the Paul F. Tompkins Show. Benefit for Habitat for Humanity. This is our big Christmas show. That is going to be a wonderful show. Um, Lots of special guests. uh, A lot of surprises. We're going to raffle stuff off. Um, It's all to raise money for Habitat for Humanity. So... As, as Ed Miller's Crossing advises to do. Look at your heart. December 22nd, I am pleased to be making my Charleston, South Carolina debut at Theater 99. Charleston is a city that I love dearly. This is the first time I'm going there in a professional capacity. Uh, Theater 99, uh, December 22nd, is a benefit for Crisis Ministries. Uh, the folks at Theater 99 were nice enough to... Uh, to, uh, you know, co-sponsor a benefit with me uh, to donate all the proceeds to Crisis Ministries. So uh, please do come to that if you are in the Charleston area. If you are a Charlestonian, uh, make the most of it. I think that works. All tickets, uh, links to all tickets, not all tickets. You'll understand when I say this. Links to all tickets can be found at pauleftompkins.com. There's not any actual physical tickets on the website. That's impossible. You go you go to my website. There's links to everything. Those links will take you to other places. That's why they're called links. It's not just cute, and it has nothing to do with the wild cat. It's like a link in a chain. Like, here's me. And then these tickets, they link us together. In holy matrimony. That's right. We're married now. Congratulations to all of us. I knew you were going to do some music. Some, some wedding type music. You did not let me down, Evan. We have become a symbiotic organism. Like two-thirds of a human centipede. What about human millipede? When is that coming? Are they working on it now? It's going to have a lot of CGI, like Avatar. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Halloween. Um, Be sure to x-ray all your food, not just tonight, but all nights. You never know when somebody's going to stick razor blades in your food. Why is that a a once-a-year thing? I guess what I'm saying is keep the spirit of Halloween in your heart all year round and always be terrified to bite into your food. There you go, folks. Enjoy your candies. Enjoy hucking homemade candies back at the house that gave it to you. (laughs) What took you so long? That's the best part. That's the best part when it sweeps back up like that. Love it.